G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Living life is a bit like running a race. We start off with all the best intentions, but all of a sudden the cares of this world take over. It's like, well, we run into an impenetrable wall of thorns, and all of a sudden we can't move. Diamond, and welcome to the program today as we take a look at the obstacles in your life from a different perspective. I remember when I was in the Australian Army, we used to go on some horrendous navigation exercises. One in particular stands out in my mind. We were navigating through jungle in a tropical region with mosquitoes and leeches and heat and humidity, and the undergrowth was so thick It could take a couple of hours to travel just 100 metres, hacking our way through it with the machetes. And there were two plants in particular that to this day I hate, truly I do. One of them was lantana. It's a noxious weed introduced into Australia through European settlement. This this plant has thick stems with thorns on them. It, It grows so dense and so high in tropical regions, it's like hacking through a spiky, impenetrable wall. It leaves your arms and hands covered in stinging, bleeding scratches. And then, then there's a vine that hangs down from the rainforest trees. It's called Wait a While. There's a reason for that. It has hooks on it, and when it catches your skin, those hooks, hundreds of them, they grip into your flesh. And you can't go forward without ripping the flesh off your skin. That's why it's called Wait a While. Thorns, it turns out, have an amazing ability to stop your progress. Now imagine, just imagine you were trying to run a race and all of a sudden Lantana and Wait a While was growing over your track. Now that'd be fun, wouldn't it? Each one of us has a life to live, a special, unique, one-of-a-kind race to run. And we know there are going to be some upside days and some downside days. There are going to be sunny days and there are going to be cold, wet, miserable days. That is life. Now, I don't want to trivialise that. If you've just lost a loved one, if you're traumatised by war, if you've just lost your job or your marriage, if if you're struggling to put food on the table for your kids or, or your child is sick, there's nothing trivial about any of that. I've had times in my life where it's been desperate. We all do. And I guess today is about shedding some light into that place. See, sometimes we're in a bad place And sometimes it's our own fault. We we lose our house because we've mismanaged our finances. We, We lose our marriages because we didn't love our wives or our husbands. And you end up in this deep, dark, impenetrable place. Other times, though, the thorns are just starting to grow over our racetrack. It's early days and and we can do something about it before it gets out of hand, before we're hacking through mountains of impenetrable lantana with bloodied hands. I want to read something to you today that Jesus said. It applies very much to you and me. The race that we're running 
in our lives. See, people set out with good intentions, with, with the faith in their hearts, some belief in a good God, and then so often these thorns grow up and we completely lose sight of what's going on. Have a listen to what he, he said. If you want to read it, it comes from Luke's Gospel, chapter 8, beginning at verse 4. A great crowd gathered, and people from town after town came to Jesus, and he told this parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell on the path and was trampled on, and the birds of the air ate it up. Some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered for lack of moisture. Some fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. Some fell into good soil, and when it grew, it produced a hundredfold. As he said this, he called out, let anyone with ears to hear listen. See, there are those thorns. But if you and I think this story is a bit obscure, well, we weren't the only ones, because following on straight from that in verse 9 of Luke chapter 8, this is what happens. His disciples asked him what this parable meant. And Jesus said this parable means this. The seed is God's word. The ones on the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. The ones on the rock are those who, when they hear the word, they receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe only for a while, and in a time of testing they fall away. As for the ones that fell among the thorns, these are the ones who hear But as they go on their way, they're choked by the cares and the riches and the pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. But as for that in the good soil, these are the ones who, when they hear the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patient endurance. Isn't that so apt? The notion of the thorns, this this wall of lantana that grows so brutally and, and so powerfully around us that it's like a painful prison choking out the light, choking out the good intentions we had when we heard God's word, when we started the race, choking God's word out of our hearts. So many people believe in God at a distance, but their ears have grown dull. They've heard God's word but it doesn't seem to occur to them that it applies to their lives. And then the cares of this world, the riches, the comfort, all the things the world dangles in front of our noses, we focus on those. We, we think that that's what success is about. And as we chase after those things, the thorns inexorably wrap themselves around our lives. As for what fell among the thorns, these are the ones who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and the riches and the pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. We never mature in those thorns. We're caught in a painful place, and it's no way out, or so it seems. And I know there's someone listening today who's in that place. You thought the answer was in the riches of this world, and you've been so sadly disappointed. How easy is it for the runner to get caught up in these thorns, to lose his or her way? Have a listen to this. We're going to talk about it more tomorrow. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10, the Apostle Paul writes this. He says, For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. And in their eagerness to be rich, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains. I really relate to that bit about being pierced with many pains. The attention we pay to the things that entice us in this world shifts our focus from the prize, a rich eternal life in a dynamic relationship with Jesus Christ. 
I'm not saying we should be airy-fairy off with the pixie spiritualists ignoring the realities of life. Not that at all. But simply that if, if what we're chasing after are the baubles that this world holds out as constituting success and happiness, we're going to find ourselves amongst the thorns. That's it. What's the answer? Well, what's the answer? It's to change our minds. The answer is to shift our focus. The answer is to get ourselves planted in rich soil where we can grow and bear fruit. We're going to be looking at that later on in the week. For the moment, I just want to call each one of us to this realistic assessment of our lives. Where has the seed of God's word fallen in us? On the path? On the rocky ground? Amongst the thorns? Or in the rich soil? Come on, get real. Be honest with yourself. Repent is such an old-fashioned word, it seems but it has a powerful meaning that's as relevant today as it was when Jesus used it. It means turning away from the things that we know are wrong, that have pierced us with many pains, the things that just don't work, back to something that does. God wants us to run the race that he always planned for us to run, for the joy that he set before us. to remind you that if you have a prayer need, we would love to pray for you. Listen, the only sort of prayer that the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. Just let that sink in. The only sort of prayer the Bible teaches about is the sort that has powerful results. So if you'd like us to pray with you, in fact, if you'd like our whole prayer community to pray with you, stop by online at powerfulprayer.org to share your prayer request. It's completely confidential. Your name won't be displayed. And in fact, while you're there, perhaps you could pray for one or two others and leave them an encouraging word. The Bible says that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. So let us pray for you and with you. And let's just see what God does, how he intervenes, how he chooses to bless you. That web address again is powerfulprayer.org. I'm Bernie Diamond. Catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.